Welcome back to another episode of Create the Future, a conversation actually to create the future. And mm. my name is Arjan Fister, and today I meet with my friend Mark Appleyard, and we have a talk like the priest and the futurist. So welcome, Mark, in another episode to create the future together. Thank you, my friend. It's always a pleasure. Yeah, it's really, really fun to uh, to do this. Like, of course, we have technology nowadays. We get to use used to it, but actually, yeah. it's so long time ago that we were physically in the same room. I know, too long, too too, too long. Has been. Yes, so, well, welcome to you to uh, to another episode. And today, I want to actually talk a bit around how do we stay creative mm. how do we fuel our own creativity mm. and at the same time use it for growing in our future mindset right so when i say staying creative uh fueling your creativity what's the first thing that pops up in your mind um, it's a great question, and uh, I, I think in terms of music, coming from a music background, and and um, for me, one of the things that really jumps out is uh, I remember years ago, a mentor of mine was in front of a piano, and uh, he said, which two of these things are music? And the first, he got his arms, his forearms, and he bashed them down on the piano as hard as he could, bang, 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 and this cacophony of horrible noise came out. And then the second thing he did was then he sat and played a beautiful classical piece of, of music. And um, I said, well, it's pretty obvious. The second one is music and the first is not. He goes, what's well, correct? But I want to know why is the second one music? And I said, well, you're playing all the notes in a particular order and there's harmonics that, that work and resonate. He goes, again, sort of right, but still why? Um, and I said, well, the, the music, he said, I said, music is mathematics. So there's timing that fits between the notes. He goes, now you're getting onto it. He goes, what makes the music is not so much the notes or even the order of the notes, it's the space that exists between the notes. And, and that really spoke to me for a second because as a leader, my life was so busy, so crazy that I wasn't drawing on pools of fresh creativity. My life was just a cacophony of noise that was so loud that I was masking um, with noise, that that perhaps the the shallow depth of creativity that existed, and, and that beautiful scripture, Ariane, um, out of uh, it's uh, uh, Psalms forty six, and we all know it, um, but it just simply says in verse ten, he says, "Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth." Being still. And building a rhythm of life, a rhythm of life um, that creates space between the activity or space between the notes um, helps me to, to develop a, a rhythm of, of well digging. So I've got deep places to draw from to remain in a creative space and to, to remain refreshed. So, so for me, that's the first thing yeah. um, that comes to mind. Well, this week we we shifted our attention from the boardroom to the classroom. So actually, I'm currently like involved not with men and women in nice suits and clothes, but with school children like age mm. four to twelve. Now, is that um, in? The, just so people know, that's in the Maastricht area, is it? In yeah, that's in a, yeah in the Maastricht area in the Netherlands, and uh, so it's 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 our home base. 
And but it's so fascinating because actually what we are doing is actually helping these kids to find out that creativity comes from the inside. Mm. Everyone is creative and mm. it's an expression of identity. Mm -hmm. So by helping them to have their unique creative expression and using language to actually speak up about what they found out, what brilliant idea they're creating, we just help them to actually have the first steps into start to listen to the inside. Mm. And so when you say space and be still, then I also think that's also how creativity flows from the inside mm -hmm. because it's being still in the sense of, oh, I stop listening to everything that comes right. from the outside. Right. I stop listening from everyone that thing that's spinning around in my head mm -hmm. and I slow down, actually think slow yeah. and start to discover, but also beyond that, explore yeah. what creative solution I could bring up mm. that actually surprises me. Mm -hmm. Like creativity doesn't create something that you expect. Yeah. Yeah. It can, but then I would say that's then you take how well what's the best way to say? Then I would say you satisfy too early. Hmm. Then you satisfy with something like an a cre creative expression, an artist expression mm -hmm. of something right. in a reproductive state. But mm -hmm. what if it surprises you when you yeah. have radical new thoughts? And, and that's true creativity R right there. Radical new thoughts. I, I love that definition. If someone was to ask me what is creativity, I think you've just nailed it right there. It's radical new thoughts it should it should take down the walls of the boundaries and, and we just spent some time with some friends just now and, and my friend was saying about you know we're talking about the box um and in the mindset and those who don't know julie and i uh, several years ago made a shift in terms of the model of ministry away from a box type ministry within a yep. church uh, to taking those boundaries down um and totally decentralizing and one of that it was a radical new thought um, that that expressed that gave us a new expression of our creativity that's continuing to be expressed uh, to the point we're building a studio again after this call and some other things today I'll, I'll be back up there building and building some more creating again um, because of, of radical new thinking and I think that's a that's a great way of, of saying it that the, the radical new thought is is an expression of, or a definition of yeah. what creativity is yeah and and I I would say um, now the experience that I have over the last couple of years to facilitate people in the boardroom and also in the classroom to to develop actually the creativity skills that are needed for 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 this radical new falls, radical solutions, and actually true innovation. Hmm. It's the easy definition is it's a creative solution. So out of the radical fault comes a creative, unique solution hmm. that adds value. Then hmm. you can say it starts to move to, to inno innovation, mm -hmm. um, is that most people stop with brainstorming. We call it brainstorming, like throwing new ideas. Mm. But the ideas need to be new, like radical thoughts, right. not just a repetition of brilliant thoughts, mm -hmm. no, new, radical, brilliant thoughts. Mm -hmm. and. And actually, that thinking as a box, we tend to say, like, you have to think out of the box. But thinking out of the box 
without the tool mm. is nearly impossible. We, ha we have this show on Dutch television, January, where it's like uh, 10 players and one of them will be the winner at the end and one is actually the mole in the whole thing. Hmm. So, and everyone, like maybe it's the most popular show we have on Dutch television. Everyone has their favorite saboteur right, in, right. In, in it. But then you end up in a tunnel that you see always the behavior of that person that you focus on actually confirm your beliefs. <laughs> right. And that's with the mindset. We the don't have a mindset 360. We have right. our own tunnel. Uh-huh. Great so, illustration. So when we are in a box and we start brainstorming and saying brilliant things, we're actually redecorating the box from the inside. And I think there's a key point, and and it, and it was a really great opportunity to reflect with my friend this morning a little bit, um, because it was explaining a little bit about what Anathan is and, and how we do it. But but I realised for me in in that conversation that we've we don't we no longer think outside the box. We literally got rid of the box um, because there's the, if if in my mind a box still exists, then I'm always tempted to go back to the box. Um, and then think I'm out of the box when, just as you said, I'm still in the box and I've just redecorated the box. But in, mm. in order for me to be a leader that's a catalytic leader that lives from a place of, of constant creativity, our survival depends on us being creative. You know, Anathan, you know that about us as well as I yeah. do. Our, our survival is dependent upon our creativity. I cannot afford to build a box. I have to have no box in order to stay that creative on the cutting edge of creativity. In fact, there's three things that happen. I, we call it miracle territory here at Anathan, um, which is a similar kind of a place because you, you're constantly in a place where you're, un, you're comfortably uncomfortable. And, and I think a, a process of creativity, we should be as, is being com comfortably uncomfortable. But three things happening simultaneously. First of all, is that there's questions we do have answers to. To say to be creative, we, it's just the you know, blank canvas and there's no answers. No, we know there's a problem that needs a solution. There's, you know, so we, we've got some answers mm. to some questions. But then there's questions we know we don't have answers to. Hence, we're, why we're doing the, the exercise we're doing. But the third thing that's very important is that we also know at the same time that there's questions we don't even know how to ask yet. We know enough about the tension to know that in this creative process, that there's new questions that are starting to form in our lips that were never there before. And all three things, if they're happening simultaneously, we, we call that living in the middle of miracle territory, which for me, if we were to frame it in this conversation, is being in the sweet spot of creativity. Yes. Yeah. And if I put that, bring that back to like steps to explain what's happening, like we, we could say like we want to think outside the box but that's op like opening the lid hmm. but the next step would be like i'm standing on top of the box and i have a 360 perspective mm -hmm. which the that's actually the middle step there isn't a third step but in that middle step it is that our brain starts listening to those questions that are on our lips it's really good to speak them out loud and also explain what the answer is. Hmm. I really want to encourage everyone to become an external processor mm -hmm. because simply your head is too small to do the internal processing for <laughs> new things. Um, that is truth. Yeah, so uh, we have this rude joke over here in Dutch because we make the distinction between the head of a human and the head of an animal. And the head of the animal, only the horse 
you say the same word for hat as for human. Okay. But we say when people think too much, we think let that to a horse because mm -hmm. he has a bigger head. So <laughs> just to think of that, the moment you are internally processing, yeah. if you start speaking it out, could be mm -hmm. to someone because mm -hmm. to the mirror is a bit maybe si simple or mm -hmm. doesn't work. You will hear you say say you hear yourself say things that you've never said before, yeah. and that makes a a bridge between pillars of information mm -hmm. in your brain. Yeah, and that's what's happening. That's actually true creativity starts to mm -hmm. flow because yeah. you start to combine things right. that have never been combined before. Right. No, that's that's. Oh, I think that's a, a great insight. That the and the need to have trusted people that you can externally process. With. Yes. I want to. I want to pin this because I want us to come back. I know there's some scripture that we want to dive in here for a moment, but I want to make an observation too from a leadership perspective, and that's for, for you who are listening as leaders today. Um, you know, around and why I asked. You know, I, I already knew the answer to the question of whereabouts they were doing um, their, their training at the moment. It's really in their backyard. I mean, it really is right near where they are. There's a key leadership principle that's being modelled by Ariane and Sasha right now, and that is that, that to have an authoritative voice beyond the boundaries and parameters of where you live, you need to be doing what you do within the boundaries and parameters of where you live. That's yes. where your authority starts to come from. If it doesn't work in your own backyard, it's not going to work on the other side of, the, of your country or in another country on the other side of the world. Um, and there's there's a there's a laziness I've detected over the years in leadership where people suddenly have access to stages and opportunities and book writing and whatever, and they give up on the very thing that got them there in the first place. That is working with the people within their local community, their local business, their local area, um, and they actually just become an echo of themselves. Again, they build their own echo chamber. They don't have a new creative voice because the backyard is where you're hammering it out on the anvil day after day after day after day um, to develop the voice. And so I just, I just sort of just jump on that while yeah, you're there. I think you're absolutely right. And I would just build on that. Like, um, like we have been locked down over the last year and a half. Uh, travel was hard. So... I would suggest that the unlocking starts to maybe start first doing it in your inner circle, mm -hmm. in, within your parameter, before you start flying out again. Mm -hmm. Like it's an, an invitation to actually restart, rebuild, reinvent mm -hmm. everything, which means including your current authority. Because mm -hmm. we, we, we love to say, like, there was an upgrade. Yeah, but that upgrade, if that happened outside your parameter, mm -hmm. make sure it's validated inside your parameter right. as well. Because you can't sustain it otherwise. Exactly. House and, of cards. <laughs> and and I like people say, okay, isn't the classroom different than the boardroom? Or well, I had that question in leadership. Is working with a CEO or someone who's homeless different? Hmm. We tend to say yes, but I would say no. Because the intuitiveness that we tried to find as a director of a big corporation mm -hmm. was already there when we were four-year-olds. Mm -hmm. So working with four-year-olds, with 12-year-olds, 25-year-olds, CEOs, people that are in retirement, it's the same thing. Right. It's being creative mm -hmm. makes you human if mm -hmm. you start to express it in the context of other people. Yeah. 
No, that's that's good, my friend. That's you're right on it, and I, I just honour and respect the fact that, uh, as someone who knows you well and deeply, you you and your your partner in crime, uh, you you guys, you do it so well. You work really hard in your in your local area and with people uh, that are close by you, and and that is, I think, one of the reasons why your your authority stands the test of time. And and I just use that to to illustrate to others to hey, get get back to your roots, get back to what you were doing, hone it out in your own backyard um and and yeah, really good. make sure that you've got a voice and that you're not just an echo of yourself of, of when you were a voice once long ago yeah. um because there's no shortcuts to this so now i want to on a transition from that i want to jump straight on to uh one of my favorite books the book of philippians you and i uh, had an opportunity to just have a bit of a catch-up we were up in the mountains there last week and we were going to broadcast then and the internet was terrible all that kind of stuff um but we were talking a, a lot about this um philippians chapter three um, and particularly around 14. And I, I love Philippians. It's well known as the book of joy. Um, if you haven't been a student of Philippians, become a student of Philippians in an age where we've got no news but angry news. Fill your head with joy. Get into Philippians. Um, it's yeah. such a powerful, powerful book. But but the Lord's been speaking to you through that. Unpack that a little bit for us, mate. Well, just go a little bit back to the bridge. Mm. Like I said already, we, we tend to think in a tunnel, and that's actually the third step of that, of like thinking outside the box, standing on top of the box, and then letting the box go. And we call that in tech, uh, creativity, we call that floating. Mm -hmm. So you start to float, and your ideas freely start to float. You have to disrupt that tunnel. Mm -hmm. You have to make sure that you meet someone that disrupts your tunnel, just mm -hmm. introduces a mental pause so that you actually can, your ideas can to start floating outside of your tunnel. And mm -hmm. um, going back to Philippians, I think Philippians 3, verse 13, 14, 15, talk about that future mindset that I love to talk about. Mm. It's in my language, a future mindset is a way of living, pursuing with passion and purpose mm. to understand who I can become. Mm. So I'll repeat that. It's a way of living to pursue with passion and purpose to understand who I can become. Mm. And this Bible verse talks actually about like stop thinking and doing what you always tended to do. And start, I would nearly say, mentally chase hmm. what you sense that is inviting you to hmm. step up to the call in your life yeah and then it ends with this verse because that's a mature way of thinking amen and that only works when you start discovering and using your creative skills your creative hmm. talents and hmm. um, because stepping up instead of which means moving forward and upward to what your call is mm -hmm. and letting go what is actually what you're currently focusing on mm -hmm. that is what we talk about when we say it's not only think outside of the box yeah but start thinking without a box right let go there is a let go there is a dying of yourself ah that, that there's the key right there because i want to now take us back to just a few verses before then which as you know is one of my 
um, oddly favorite scriptures because normally it's the, you know, I know what plans he has for you to prosper you and da 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 And they're great verses. I love those verses. Hang on to them well. But one of my favorite verses is one of the verses people tend to shy away from. And it's found in Philippians 3.10. And it says this, or Mark's paraphrase of it. Um, I want to know Christ. I want to share in the power of his, I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection. I want to share in the fellowship of his suffering, becoming like him in his death. He used the word becoming. Um, and that's a very important word. There's the futurizing. It's what, what I'm becoming. But it's becoming like him in his death. And it's, I want to know Christ. I want to, I want to know the power of the resurrection. So there's the victory for living in there. Um, but I want to share in the fellowship of the suffering. I actually think if I look at people who, who truly live a creative life, they have the courage to go into the midst of their suffering and their pain, meet Jesus there, and out of that place become fully alive. It's a paradox. The kingdom is always mm. a paradox. And, and this yeah. paradox of becoming, this paradoxing of paradox of finding and being found is found in the place where we would least tend to think that we would find it. And that's in the midst of our suffering and meeting him there. And when the more courageous a believer I find who's willing to confront the realities in the midst of their pain, I guarantee you they're the people that are some of the most creative that you will learn to discover. Yeah, and actually, talking about a paradox, you I also think you can flip it. Because you can also say, if I want to have a creative new thought... I leave the place of comfort mm. and I go into the place of letting go, which feels like dying of yourself because right. something has to go of your ego. Something has to make space to bring back the word space mm -hmm. so that something new can be born. Like a, a new thought is mm -hmm. something that's born, but that first needs some space to actually be born into. Beautiful. So Beautiful. when you, you can say, okay, I am in suffering, something mm -hmm. great will be born out of it. Mm -hmm. But I would say it's also I'm really comfortable. I go and find the place of suffering. Mm -hmm. So I make sure something goes. Yes, it's disruptive. I will make space so mm -hmm. I ex anticipate on something that will be born out of it. Absolutely. I know this is, I think we're, we're talking about something that needs to be spoken about a lot more. Um, this is one of the true places of, of sustainable creativity um, is not living a life that is completely pain free, but in fact, actually using the pain as the catalyst for creativity. And we use it that way by choosing to meet Jesus in the middle of it. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and there is the dying to self. I love the way you put that. There is the because you have to because the, the 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 mark I know prefers not to have suffering. The mark I know hates going into places of pain. But the, I also know the Jesus I know who says I can meet him right there. Yeah, and 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 Jesus as which is my source of life. Um, and for those who watch and have another source of life, it is the fact that that new thing is born out of your source of life. Yeah. And it's the it's where peace creates identity, uh, new creativity flows, radical thoughts come, and that place means and dying of yourself to explain it a little bit. Dying of yourself is actually the battle between what your ego knows that mm. you're good at, which is actually all your wisdom, 
which is actually that the patterns that you've recognized in the past over settings and situations that happened and that is that you're really good at in reusing again hmm. so that's algorithms patterns all those things so nothing wrong with ego unless it tries to compete with the place where you're actually want to do something new and you want to do something that you have faith for because you have hope mm -hmm. which is getting close to you've imagined something and now you've imagined something and you have past experiences and that battle you have to actually let go your pride yep. your wisdom so that's the sacrifice you make you let die something yeah. of you to make space which could be the thing that you received amazing awards for, that mm -hmm. you had your past business successes. If you plot it on a business, it could be even your cash cow. Mm -hmm. But your cash cow in your business holds you in the place of the past, That's which true. is good for a season. Mm -hmm. But if you have really big dreams and faith for amazing business adventures, then maybe you have to, what we say in Dutch, you have to kill the chicken with the golden eggs. Right, that's it, because we, we want to live on an S-curve, not a bell curve. Exactly, and, uh, and that's what we mean when we talk about Lord. dying. That's right, and the teaching the Lord gave us about faith spelled R-I-S-K, and recognize change is coming, identify the scope of the change, step in and activate the change, um, kingdom favor, new kingdom favor to steward and manage, but get ready because the next lot of R is coming, recognize change is coming, and we go from glory to glory to glory. Um, instead of hitting the, the the crest and then coming back down into that crush zone again, uh, well, one of the things uh, that I want I just want to pick up because I know we're getting close on our time here um, is uh, we you, and, and uh, you know it started with the conversation around um, the, the space between the notes and you I love the way you eloquently put about it, you know within this space um, that there's the creativity if we find the space. I challenge the thought these days more and more about time management. None of us are powerful enough to manage time. Time was here before Mark existed. Time's going to be here long after Mark exists. I'm not powerful enough to do anything about time. I can't stop it. I can't start it. I can't shift it. What I can do is I can do something about the space that exists within the time. And, and yeah. I think space management is a better place to put our focus and our energies than into time management. I totally, I think like if we talk to about resources and managing our resources, then I would really say, put a red line through time management. <laughs> like I see it on every list. Oh yeah. I need to manage my time. And I think, no, you're not. You need to manage your energy. Mm -hmm. and make sure your energy is spent on those things that are important. Exactly. And actually, you should stop doing what's urgent mm -hmm. and then go through the things that are urgent and see what things you have to let go because they're not important. And actually, they keep you in the place you don't want to be anymore. That's right. So time management, that's, that's really an illusion. <laughs> it is exactly right and and actually just i got that i don't know who said that I, years ago someone said if it breaks you up don't make to-do lists mm. just block a place in your calendar mm. and yeah. then make sure that you manage your energy yeah and it is what it is mm -hmm. in that amount of time and then move on to so i stopped making to-do lists mm. it helped me I know 
if I say to my wife, she said, notice how I've structured my brain. Right. Julie's so, the same. Yeah. I said, that works for you. For me, yeah. it freed a lot of frustration. Yeah. But, but in saying that, Julie also has mastery over her space. Um, yeah, she will spend a, a good chunk of time, time most days of the week journaling. Um, whereas most people go, hey, look at the to-do list. You should be that, that, she go, no, I have my to-do list and they're tasks that need to be done, but here's the space. And, and yeah. out of this place, my energy is being restored. My relationship this way is stronger. So now my relationships this way, when I am doing my to-do list and connecting with people, um, has got value and depth to them. Yeah. The relationship this way is, is very, very strong. And so she manages her energy and her spiritual energy within her space so that then when she gets out to do her to do, she's got it and can do it with uh, with value. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. And I think that that's absolutely right. Like, and actually, I think that's where the true meaning of the word mindful comes into place, which is actually you're mindful of the space hmm. you have and you fill that space with thinking uh, slow. Yeah. So not in the rapid thinking like the red race or the hamster wheel is actually your thinking engine. Yeah. So step out of it, think slow, be mm -hmm. mindful with your time of the space. Yeah. And start listening to those radical, strange new thoughts. That's good. They could be a key to That's unlock good. bigger pictures of your imagination. And, and perhaps the biggest wisdom of the day is this, is a quote from Lily Tomlin that said, the thing about the rat race, whether you win or whether you lose, you're still a rat. <laughs> well, all that one, I think we close with saying like, if there's anyone that has a thought, disagrees, supports, or whatever wants to uh, fancy the chat, Reach out to Mark, reach out to me. Yes. If you can't get hold of one of his, us, then reach out to the other one and we'll make it happen. And mm. um, we really invite you to connect, start processing things verbally. Yes. And if you are looking for a safe place to really make uh, a priority of your personal development in this space, then mm -hmm. use the invitation um, to join one of the mastermind group that runs on yes. every Friday. The link is on the ticker box. And for those who listen to the podcast, it's businessrevivalists.com slash mastermind. And just make use of the option to, to join one of the sessions and find out if that's the peer group, the peer-to-peer -peer coaching community that will help you to start making this a priority. Yeah, it's good stuff. And feel free to reach out to us here at Anathan. You can go to anathan.co. Um, there you can find out about uh, a model of community that says there is no box. Uh, we'd love to connect up with you on that. And also for, for business executive coaching, uh, we've been active now in over 20 countries around the world, helping business leaders all across from startups right through to major multi-billion dollar companies, helping uh, to hear, to think, speak and live on earth as it is in heaven. So anathan.co, you can uh, take a look there or you can email us at info, I-N-F-O, info at anathan.co. We'd love to have a conversation. Thank you, Mark, for your time. A pleasure. Thank you, my friend. It's only six days too late, but we made it. We did. Yes, so, we did. Determination. <laughs> yes. Uh, we will be back in, in August. And uh, looking forward to uh, to catch up in another conversation 
to create the future. Mm. And for now, I just say thank you. Blessings, guys. We'll see you next month. Bye-bye.